0: hello everyone and welcome to the full dive gaming podcast bringing a weekly dive of all the news discussion and condensed dirt talk you need for virtual reality gaming every friday i'm
1: rick mcafee producer and editor of this podcast I'm Jay Brat. I'm a virtual reality YouTuber, streamer whose YouTube community reached 6,000 people this last. I told week. you. I told you last time. Is ha- I freaking did not. Put I this did this, in this to script. make Rip mad. Aww. He said we're gonna wait till the 10K. The 10K will be the next announcement, but I had to throw one more in there to see what Rip would do. Oh yeah, you gotta
2: keep it going.
1: Who who is this person over here that looks all all different?
2: Yeah, this is definitely this is my old school avatar for the people who may not know um week. things happen things happen but i'll be back to normal soon so i'm destiny wheeler entrepreneur and vr enthusiast
3: i'm adam charlton a software developer who just picked up the humble bundle so my games have been planned out for at least the next month right <laughs> this is
1: seven games in a month or eight games and that's a month i feel like i feel like you need to speed up mm. your games here adam i want one a day one a day
3: <laughs> that's ambitious
0: <laughs> and uh you can do it I'm I'm a I'ma uh improv on the script a little bit here. Uh for that humble uh, bundle. Dangerous yeah. Dangerous territory uh, here. <laughs> dangerous territory, I know. Um that humble bundle, guys, that thing, um, I've got a little sweet spot for it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little bit more in there. That humble bundle not only gets you an insane amount of games, it gives you like two hundred some dollars worth of games in the simple price of seventeen dollars, which is crazy but you can also be like me because not only does that go towards the people who made the game but it actually also goes goes towards charities which is super important um by default it seemed to me that the charity chosen was you could change it but it was I think it's JRDF I forget exactly the acronym but it's a type one diabetic charity i'm a type one diabetic myself so i was super happy to see that they were doing things like that so if you want to feel a little good about yourself about getting some games you know usually you don't get that feeling you just feel an empty hole in your wallet uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: so by buying vr games you are directly saving rip's life so. yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's so kind of selfish that you buy it but everybody else will be doing it for a selfless reason. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i see how it is that's
2: yeah. really nice so um, yeah, <laughs>
0: um, now if you guys uh, haven't already clued in, especially with uh, what Destiny was saying earlier, uh, we are in VR right now. We're looking at each other, we're talking to each other, and it's as if we're in the same room. It's really cool. And if you guys want in on this action, um, check out the YouTube channel. That's where we, we are currently live streaming. All of this will end up um, as a video as well, in parts and as a whole episode. So if you want to see the action, as opposed to just listen to it in your car, yeah, check out the YouTube channel. We will be running this podcast in four sections tonight. First, a Q&A section from our Discord and Patreon communities. Second, a VR gaming news section. Third, we'll be talking about the games we've been playing this week. Got some cool stuff. Fourth, we have a discussion that changes week to week. And this week, we'll be talking about if VR support is the road to the best games for the VR community. Uh, that's like regular games, not just that that's that's kind of i think not really clear there um
3: vr supported f- games
0: yeah right <laughs> vr supported not made for vr um last week though we covered the new deck of gear headset there was a lot to talk about there you guys should totally check that out so check out podcast episode 27 to get in on that sweet information and without further ado We've got some Q&A questions. Uh, Jay, you got the first one?
1: Yes. Yeah, so Elijah, the tired dude YouTube, who looks like he's actually here in the live stream, asked two questions. Oh, yep. What's going on? Out there. One hey. is Bug Snacks top tier PS5 game. <laughs> oh my gosh. And freaking, I can't actually tell you, but after Friday, when my PS5 arrives, I'll be able to tell you on next week's podcast. So don't miss that. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll push this question over and I will tell you what I think of Bug Snacks. Only for the Q&A. It's not VR, but I'll do it for your oh, and a because we love you and your second question does the oculus have adjustable lenses you asked the wrong person this question uh you said oculus so (laughs) i I didn't get a specific headset but let's let's talk about just a couple of really fast. The Quest 2 does have adjustable lenses, but they can only be adjusted in three different sizes depending on how far apart the pupils of your eyes are. And if you're like me, and they're super wide set, you end up with the farthest out setting, and it cuts your screens at the edges, and you lose some of your field of view, those precious degrees to the sides that you can see. You lose some of it, and it drives me effing crazy.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, that's IPD, right? But what yep. about the forward back like to accommodate glasses and such? Does the Quest 2 support Mm-mm. that? Not
1: at all. There's not one Oculus Headset that does adjust the lenses, but it does come with a spacer that you can put in that makes your yeah. pad, your face pad, basically longer, and gives you more space for the glasses. But in turn, it puts that weight further out from your face, meaning it's going to pull down on your head more. Oh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I I want to touch on something really fast in this question. I don't know if any of you ever owned a Gear VR. Did you know the Gear VR, you put your phone in it, it had a dial on top that would move the physical screens further from the lenses? And what that would mm-hmm. do is no matter how good or bad people's eyes were, they could, with no glasses, no context, they could adjust that and be able to see
3: clearly. Wow. Weird Why does,
1: what <laughs> does no headset have that now? That has, drive, <laughs> that has driven me crazy since then. Um, well, well, I, I can know about
3: the Vive. The Vive and the Index, you can actually move the uh, the lenses closer and mm. further away from your face. And so you you can put it right smack up against your eyes like I do. Can't be healthy, right? But it moves or you can push it, it farther the back so that you can incorporate glasses into your headset itself. But it moves the screen mm. with it. It doesn't like I believe let it you doesn't, change the, it moves focal the screen. With it. Yeah, it does.
1: Well, the thing about it, Mm -hmm. so I know that, like, people said, oh, well, you can't do that when you have two separate screens, blah, blah, blah. Well, the Gear VR had one solid panel, and now, like, the Quest 2 has one solid panel. So why couldn't they just make that in the Quest 2 and move it, and then I I could not wear glasses or contacts? Is that impossible? Rip, what do you think? Is that impossible?
0: Well, yes and no. For the majority of glasses users, yes, that would probably work. Um, unfortunately there are some people Like me who have intense Stigmatisms and those are not Fixed by just moving the screen Back and forth those require a more proprietary Lens that specifically deals With your stigmatism So like and or you need like More expensive contacts and stuff like that So for me if they did that System and then therefore put the lenses Closer to your face I would Not be able to use that headset unless I Wore contacts Um So trade-offs hmm. wait do you never okay. wear
1: contacts now I, <laughs> I
0: i also have another condition called there hypersensitivity <laughs> which means i i've like i've done all sorts of things throughout my life to do with it but the area that i've never been able to get over is my face hmm. so i cannot do deal with anything on my face and that includes contacts i tried for three oh, months before like... eventually just like this will not happen
3: Oh my gosh. Really? I, uh, I have a very serious question. How did you ever possibly get into VR with that <laughs> It's like, it, like
2: codes yeah, it I mean, out yeah, I his can't face. see.
3: I can't see screens very well, and I hate having things on my face. You know, <laughs> VR seems like a perfect combination. <laughs> because I'm also a hardcore gamer, and I will make
0: sacrifices to see bridge. things in beautiful 3D. Oh my gosh. The whole time
2: you're like, it hurts. I mean, to be honest,
0: well, I mean, that's why, like, that's why, like, despite all the flaws the PlayStation VR have, that's why I still have that special love for it pretty much solely in how darn comfortable it was, right? Um, so, yeah, like, to me, like, I I like I feel every inch of the darn Oculus headset on my face, and it's uncomfortable. It's not, like, the end of the world. Um, but, uh, yeah, the like, when, when a headset has a real comfortable whatever it's called um cushion i guess that yeah that's pretty darn good in my book i mean it's not so bad it's like you know it's it's a nice comfortable foam and they put a comfortable covering like a fur cover i don't know what to describe it um and uh you know it's it's not that bad over like several hours it gets bad but
1: initially the quest two would drive you crazy i'm just saying that now i don't think i don't think you could handle it yeah the way way it lands on your face i don't think you would like it at all Oof. Mm-hmm. Oof. Uh Destiny, I it doesn't say us, but there's another question. Do you want to try and maybe tackle it a little bit? What what yeah, is your, uh, your thought from Natty Brady?
2: One from Natty Braddy? Okay. Um, did Facebook make the original quest tracking worse once quest two came out? Because it kind of seems like it.
1: Hmm. Have you noticed anything in the past few weeks? Is your quest acting up?
3: Oh, quest tracking worse.
2: <laughs> am I reading that right? Like she's talking about the original one, like what yep. I have, right? Right. Yep. Yep. No. Because this, I, like, am I missing something? Was there an update to it that's supposed to make it worse?
1: <laughs> I mean, so, like, Facebook I would never, Facebook would never admit that. Question,
2: like, but it definitely that, seems like. like
1: like, since the really? Quest 2 came out, when we try and play the Quest 1, it just sucks all of a sudden.
3: <laughs> like, I don't... Know, maybe that's just by comparison, though. Maybe the Quest 2 actually is like way better. And so, by comparison, the Quest 1 just kind of seems meh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't think so. Because, you... right... go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Oh, I was going to say, so, like, basically, you think if this is true, per se, like, it's their way of kind of pushing the, out the people who had the original quest to go to Quest 2.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. like how Apple know, got in sure. trouble. We know how Apple does it. Apple yeah. <laughs> does it 100%. And they got in real hot water because of that when people started oh, wow. figuring it out. However, the question is, is Facebook doing that, trying to pull hmm. an Apple? Because, you know, Apple's most profitable com- company in the world, right? right. Just, they're trying I mean... to pull an Apple to try and get people to switch to their newer system
2: wouldn't be surprised let's put it that way i mean maybe i haven't played enough recently to notice anything yet like uh, now now that you say that i'm totally gonna be like (laughs) you know pay attention to every little thing but um i'll let y'all know i'll date y'all on that one
0: (laughs) all right Uh, yeah keep an eye out that's that's interesting I yeah, hope my Oculus is. Rift S
1: doesn't have those sorts of problems.
2: You're gonna wake up and no, it's I just gonna Facebook like catch on fire.
1: Yeah, they possible. did. Once they discontinue it, all of a sudden yours is just gonna like fall apart in mm-hmm. your hands.
2: it's gonna be like the bones in the pocket are <laughs> like exploding or catching on fire. They're they're just gonna like combust and yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no more
0: right. PCVR. <laughs> um, with that, we're gonna wrap up the Q and A section. Um, thanks for the questions guys if you want your question here on this podcast we've got a Q&A section channel on the discord community put um, and of course patreon members can just just ask questions and um, and we will put those questions here on the podcast we will answer them and it's cool stuff so consider doing that but now the news but first before the news we have a sponsor we are going to tell you about they're really cool though they're a a lot of you guys you know you're familiar with this but um for those that are new to the podcast really cool stuff these guys sell the aura vr universal headset stand and the name i can never remember that's the, the vertex thing i've the vertex and that's like yeah this is why i have jay to back me up um <laughs> both of these are these like really cool looking acrylic sort of glass stands for your vr headset or your headphones and they're just so darn cool looking i cannot get over it um we have so many of these things way more than were originally given to us we cannot recommend them enough if you want your hands on the device to properly hold your vr headset uh consider heading over to www.asterianproducts.com plug in the code full dive and you will get a good five dollars off 1999 or more when you order one of these beautiful things. Do it. Um, do it. Yeah, you know, save yourself an extra coffee, spend, you know, get some energy drinks for your long VR sessions, you know, you got some other things you can spend that that well-earned money on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay.
1: All right, and with that we got some news. All the news. Uh, All the news. Who who here watches the game awards every year? Tell me I'm not the well, only one. I I I like Watch the highlights. There <laughs> oh, oh. you go. Let's okay. Recap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Just just okay, well, fine. So this year, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, the Game Awards, I mean, it's like the Oscars of the video game world. Mm-hmm. They're pretty cool. It's been growing bigger and bigger every single year. But this year, there's been actually quite a bit of VR games making it outside of the VR category. And one of those, mm-hmm. Half-Life Alex, has made it into three other game categories, not even just in VR. So it's up, it's nominated for the best audio design, the best action game, and the best game direction, which is crazy oh. that a VR game has made it this far, especially a VR-only game, because it's common to see, like, a VR-supported game maybe maybe get out there. So, like, right now, No Man's Sky is in the best ongoing, the best community section, but it's No Man's Sky. It's not just a VR game. So Half-Life Alex punching through once again, taking us to some new heights, uh... I, are, will you guys watch it? Will you guys watch the Game Awards this year so we can see this? Maybe we can all watch it at the same time and like be on Discord together or something. <laughs>
3: just do like a live commentary of it that would actually be really cool I would totally be down for that I would 100% do a live commentary (laughs) on on
1: the the game awards I have no idea but I won't miss it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but it has so many cringy parts online or anything (laughs) it does people have said more and more it's also kind of turning into a giant commercial rather than just awards because like and -hmm. I and I agree there last year it was like a lot less like talking about it and having people come up and talk and do speeches about the games and more just like trailer trailer. Trailer, trailer. Right. And now this year, now they're not gonna probably be able to have all the people there. Who knows what's gonna happen. But I'm still gonna watch it. I'm still gonna talk mm-hmm. about it.
2: Real quick. So is it something they do live?
1: Uh yeah. yeah. Wait. Uh yes. Yeah. Do yeah. they do it live or is it like a delayed quote live? I think I, I can't remember. I think it's live. I think I watch it live. If they okay. do it
2: live. They should do it in venues. That would be cool. Uh, ah,
1: yeah, yeah, they should. Especially with all that this VR cool. up. Mm-hmm. Uh some of the other honorable mentions microsoft flight simulator is up for best sim and strategy but it's not vr supported yet so that doesn't really count but under best debut game is phasmophobia and it's vr supported but what let's let's do a quick round table here for best vr ar game of the year we've got dreams half-life alex iron man star wars Squadrons, the walking dead saints and sinners does anyone here think it's going to be a, not not Half-Life Alex? Does anyone think a different game? <laughs> right,
3: I would be shocked if it wasn't Half-Life Alex.
1: <laughs> yeah, um,
0: I, I think the only real contender here is probably going to be Star Wars Squadrons. Ooh, or um, Iron Man. I don't know about Iron Man. That I mean, that game was received positively, but it wasn't
3: excuse me
1: it's not it's not on enough is, platforms it's not on enough
0: platforms it was like a good game it wasn't like mind-blowing like my half-life alex was but that's the thing is star wars squadrons was kind of mind-blowing um as well like that was a very impressive game well I, I don't think it'll win but it, like i think
1: that's like if there's a second place position I'm i'm gonna guess that one's gonna get it it's funny yeah. that, that you said, because I felt like it would have been Saints and Sinners, would have been the second place. Oh, yeah, uh, that's true. Really? Saints and Sinners definitely Destiny, not. Iron you Man, just though. need to freaking try it. Get the Humble Bundle. That game, it's got creepy moments, it's got stuff that I think you would like. It is a really good game.
2: Didn't mm-hmm. you say originally when it first was released, it was like in? Eh, that's onslaught. Weird. That's
1: the Walking Dead onslaught. That was yeah. terrible. Uh, that was garbage. Okay, okay. Don't, don't get it confused. That, that was true. Okay, <laughs> don't okay. get it twisted.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's another reason why I was hesitating. I was like, well, you know, I don't no, know.
3: no, totally different. But, game. Okay, I well, see. not totally, but. Also, humble yeah, bundle convert. Cool. It's weird we that it's weird that Dreams
1: made the list. Like, it's not exactly a game. It's more like a gaming engine. Like, Wait, uh, I never hear about that. But it's good news for all of you and all of us out there VR fans that we're actually like, oh well, this game because this here and this game is here. Like, for us to, for it to not be like a total obvious standout winner, and it's it's good that there's this many good games that came out. So I'm excited yeah. about it. Well, I mean
0: half-life alex is the obvious standard. oh yeah <laughs> well
1: but, <laughs> but i mean there's other games that are close runners up it wasn't like last year when it was freaking beat saber and the year before it was freaking beat saber <laughs> <laughs> that was a tricky maneuver they pulled yeah. win
0: two years in a row oh all right um did you manage did you mention the other ones did you uh best game direction action game and audio design yeah, you yeah. got that one okay yep, cool we covered it all the, the works That's sweet all right um yeah, there was. I, I remember before we move on, there was a lot of people kind of uh, 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 express ex- expressing their dissatisfaction with Half-Life. Alex not ending up on the general game awards, um just like as game of the year, because that is a just a phenomenal game. Um, so, and to those people, I gotta say, you know, the game awards is for, awarded based off the litany. Of uh, 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 mostly game reviewers, right? Um, it's all the big media outlets for games. Those are those are really all the the, the reviewers they have, and most of these people um, don't necessarily have VR. They don't all play VR, and they haven't all played Half Life. Alex, in fact, yeah. not many of them have. So it's they'd have to like get a different group of people to properly review vr games like this so it's already cool that like a lot of these yeah it's cool that a lot of these are getting attention you know half-life alex we're really hoping that it gets a lot of the stuff especially best game direction um but it's understandable that it didn't make the game awards list you know it's competing against the overall game industry contenders and those are some big games to go up against though there are some Games on that list that I don't understand, like Fall Guys. Um,
1: <laughs> just, means, just because everyone loves it doesn't mean it's amazing. <laughs> yeah.
0: um Was <laughs> in Fortnite win one of the years, or was it a run hey, out of the contender eight. for the? Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right,
4: now we get to move that. on.
3: <laughs> yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on, Adam. Tell us what's going on with War Thunder so war thunder is the first vr game to get nvidia's new deep learning super sampling and so deep learning super sampling i think i believe that we talked about it a couple times but it Mm -hmm. uses mathematical trickery to make your game seem better while running Mm. smoother
1: and so what it does
3: is it takes the overall image what it's sending to your monitor and then it figures out mathematically what should be going in between all the different pixels, and then fills that in. Um, so, so you can get 200% more pixel per pixel. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a... but, but it also means that you get higher frame rate, which is nice. So reference. it looks better and higher frame rate. Um, and so like there's almost no going wrong. If you have an NVIDIA graphics card, definitely you should be really happy to hear about this. Is it noticeable mm-hmm. in VR? Uh, I mean, it really depends on the game. Um, mm-hmm. for War Thunder in particular, it's already using just about every single pixel possible, like your programming power isn't the limiting factor. The limiting factor is the actual hardware, how hard your machine needs to work to be generating this image. With VR, you're already at a limited number of pixels per in your screen. And so mm-hmm. deep learning, and so this NVIDIA's DLSS, it's noticeable, but not quite to the same degree as you'd expect on, like, a 4K monitor. Right. It's definitely there. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you, you can tell it. And I was even able to, I lowered my graphics settings intentionally and then turned the DLSS on and off, and it is very noticeable the lower down in graphics you go. It mm-hmm. makes it look a lot better. hmm right it is definitely much more important to people whose gpu is like on the line of right. being good enough for it because it makes your gpu better than what it should be right. and you know so sorry we got kind of technical there and maybe a bit more in depth <laughs> than i was hoping <laughs> but deep learning super sam- sampling nvidia is dlss if you have it you have no reason not to turn it on is it a game changer for vr i do think so <laughs> Because I think the more VR games that support it, it means that you get better resolution for a lower cost point.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I think the, the the large audience that is really going to be able to, able to take advantage of this is people like me, who are still, you know, I'm hoping to get the uh, 30 series at some point here, but uh nonetheless, I'm still on a 1060, right? That's that's a good bit old now. And when i I, you know if i was picking up and receiving a index or like was interested in an index uh headset right now but my like big issue is like well i don't know if my computer is even really ready to run this kind of hardware but i really want that that headset right um so for people that are in my sort of position this is really good news for them it means you're going to be able to run something like the index vr even it's not going to be native like the full resolution that an index has but due to DLSS it's going to bring you a good ways there um, and that's really exciting
1: is this something I have to go turn on is this already enabled is this like in beta
3: it's it's things that you have to go turn on manually okay. um, I'm not sure if it's on by default I fiddle with my computer too much to know, that <laughs> <I can't, laughs> to know the <laughs> answer to that um, but it is there it is toggleable. so you need to turn it on.
1: okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I might ask questions about that another time because I'm curious, yes. but I'm one of the people I like, even though I like good graphics, I don't go mess with my super sampling things. I don't go try and like tweak everything. I turn the game on, I put it on high, and then I just play. <laughs> like, I know I can That's get better a console picture. player
0: if I've ever heard one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I,
1: I did not get a computer, a gaming PC until I started doing That was the whole point, was for YouTube. So I'm not like, I'm not a tweak go oh, i almost i'm not a tweaker that's not that's not what I mean. <laughs> i'm not someone who's into tweaking i'm also not a tweaker but i'm not someone that's into tweaking so like if it's worth oh, it oh i'll go goodness. do it but i'm not gonna go out of my way so like i hope stuff like this starts just they they have it good enough that it just gets pushed out there is what i hope mm, right
0: <laughs> oh man
1: destiny do you have some news for us because that just that just really got derailed
2: right okay so upcoming core game hinge got a new trailer and it looks terrifying so hinge is set in a luxury skyscraper that gets teleported to another dimension where reality crumbles you will also get to play as various characters lost in the realm and you will find the building like shifting before your eyes as frightening invaders make their way inside Trailers seems to show invisible enemies and those that only move when you're not looking at them, which are two mechanics that have a lot of potential for VR. The setting seems to mix parts of Bioshock's Rapture with direct nods to HP Lovecraft. So I don't know if y'all have seen before, but I think this is like the one of the first like full-length um, trailers. Because the one, I have seen one before, but it was seriously like three or five seconds like it was nothing at all so yeah so to see like a full trailer come out the graphics looked really really good in the storyline and honestly i'm also getting a lot of vibes from like uh the shining even the carpet is almost identical (laughs) like it's it's pretty cool or like the movie rose red where everything the building kind of changes but um yeah i'm really excited about this one
3: so is this a VR compatible game or is this a made-for-VR game?
2: Made-for-VR.
3: Wow. Yeah, I don't know. The the mechanic of like enemies that only move when you're not looking at them is terrifying and also perfect <laughs> for VR.
2: Right, yeah, exactly. You
3: know, because th- there's just so many things you can do with that. Like if you're playing flat, you know, you're moving, you're looking around with a mouse, you just back up, you just sit your mouse and you literally just let go of it and the enemy will never be able to get to you, you know? Right. But in VR, you just are always subconsciously moving around even if you don't think about it. You hear a loud noise off to the side, you're going to instinctively turn to look (laughs) at it. And then by the time you realize, you look back and the enemy's taking a couple steps towards you. (laughs) That's terrifying. And it could Mm -hmm. go incredibly well.
2: Yeah, Yeah, it was pretty smart on their part.
1: did anybody Mm -hmm. play a game called The Solus Project? Mm-hmm. No. Oh man, that is a VR game. There's this scene where you're walking through this underground cave, and there are these little creepy dolls, and they'll just sit there. They won't move, and you'll turn away, and then you'll hear a <laughs> giggle behind you, and you turn around, oh, and it's moved. That's not okay, close to you. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was that was one of the most terrifying scenes of my life. And I think you've mentioned this though. Yeah. Yeah, VR just it does it so well too, because like you're saying, when you have a monitor, it's one thing. Even if you have good surround sound headphones, you hear it on the side, but it's not the same as hearing it in your in your in your actual actual like feeling like you're in the world and you hear it you have to look you can't help but look you have to know what's there and then all of a sudden you turn towards this sound and you hear the giggle behind you now and it's very clearly (laughs) right behind you and you just like oh you don't even want to look you like turn your head so slowly because you're like you know it's gonna be there i i don't know this game might be this game might be beyond me
3: as far as horror goes (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I watched the trailer for it, and it looks it looks incredible. Oh yeah, it's the gorgeous. Are incredible. Yeah, yeah. The different mechanics that it's showing off, it just feels and looks out of this world. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it. It would be one. I I don't like horror games, and I still almost want to pick it up after seeing the, after seeing the trailer. Right, That's how compelling it is, because it just messes with your head in a way that I don't think a VR game has done yet you know where you turn around to open a door and you turn back around and the hallway that you just walked down doesn't exist there's just a wall there now it would be so trippy to do that and i would love to experience it even just from a game design standpoint even though i'd have to absolutely suffer through the horror (laughs) of it (laughs) right just to experience the etherealness of this Uh world that they're building it just seems so compelling
1: have you played arkham asylum
3: batman i have not
1: Oh my god, has anyone here played that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, you but need to I... go play it. You need to go play it and get through to the ending. Like it's not scary. It's not a horror game. So you're going to you're going to at least get some enjoyment out of it, but man, some of the things you said there, I was like, "Oh man, it took me back to It's just I don't want to give any spoilers cuz it's the ending, but you got to go check this out." seriously but like there's another game i played called no way out it's a horror game and it did a decent job of this and it's so unsettling to have a game that's like changing around you because like you turn and you're like oh there's a wall here i'm safe there's no enemy and then you turn that way and all of a sudden you look back and there's a hallway and it's dark like (laughs) it just messed with your sense of space so much in vr that i again this game looks amazing but i don't know I don't know. I'm kind of horrored out after October. I don't know if I can do it.
2: it. It'll be nice to try something like a different type of horror game, um, yeah. and that's kind of what I've said. Like I wanted before, like not just the same basic, like you know, uh, cheap scares and things like jump scares. Like now we're seeing like legit, you know, variety.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's giving me All no right. way out. Flashbacks and scares. <laughs> Destiny, let me know how it is. Let's talk about oh, something. Positive. I will. I know.
0: Need something else to think about, Adam. You got the next one.
3: I have a piece of huge news that I know I'm super excited about. Rip will be super excited. I know. About. I saw the Reddit post and I was just like,
0: "Ah, oh, these developers are just the best."
3: <laughs> so earlier we talked about Star Wars Squadrons was in line for one of the best VR games possible, um, best VR games of this year. It's one of my personal VR games. Best personal... You know, I can't speak today. Can I just like start this whole news piece over? (laughs) You got power through, power through. Right? Okay, but one of my favorite VR games of this year, Star Wars Squadrons, it's getting a couple of big updates before the end of the year. November 25th, right at the end of this month, it's getting a new multiplayer map and four new component types. These are things that actually change how your ship operates. Um, Will be released and an update in early December with two new ships, the B-Wing and the TIE Defender. This mm. game was initially released as a standalone product, and the developers came out and said, we're not doing anything to this. It is as is. And yet they just keep coming out with these incredible <laughs> updates, new ships, Free. new game Free modes. Updates. Yeah. Um, even custom matches coming soon so that you can you know, have a small custom map with you and your buddies. And mm-hmm. it has just been overwhelmingly positive reception, and these developers just keep giving and giving an already incredible game. Absolutely, I
0: mean, like there, there's no microtransactions, there's no DLC, paid DLC. These guys are doing this because they just love their game, and they they said in their Reddit post that they like, like it, it was, it was just so heartwarming to read them talking about like. You know we weren't like we knew i mean it's a star wars ip of course people are going to play it (laughs) but like um they like they were not expecting a game especially when it's just you know ship fighting yeah right um but like it's gotten huge massive uh like amount of reception people love this thing a ton of people are still playing it and these guys are just like we just want to like work on it a little bit more we don't want to let it go quite yet so this is all for free this is just like free bug fixes free new um um what are they called chips <laughs> I struggled on that i'm really excited for that uh the b-wing right yeah b-wing um oh that's such a cool they're gonna they said they're gonna implement how the cockpit is on a gyroscope from the rest of the ship
3: yeah and so i'm really sorry viewers rip and i are going to nerd out here for a second also co-host <laughs> the b-wing is my absolute all-time favorite star wars ship yeah. And it has this so cool. cockpit that levels out so you can turn your ship and the cockpit will rotate around, mm-hmm. like a, separate from the rest of the ship. I remember that and from the movie. It's that. like,
1: yeah, the cockpit like always stays like this, even though the other part of the ship is like doing this number. The cockpit's always like level. Yeah. I Which remember that will be the, movie. the
3: coolest thing ever. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Sounds oh, like it's going to be hard to VR fly. In VR, too.
3: Sounds like it's going to be hard to fly. <laughs> it could be. It could just yeah. be terrible to fly. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's But you, be but to you are 100% works? sure that I will spend hours and hours trying to get it right.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, now, if they can just come out with a massive uh, prequels like Clone Wars update, I would just be in heaven. It's right? not going to happen, but I'd be in heaven.
3: Yeah. You know, for a game that said that it's not getting any future content, they've done a pretty good job of giving future content. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. This and is so, really you cool. know, they keep saying it's like, this is our final one for real this time and you know yeah, <laughs> is it really though it's i like hope Miyazaki there's more in new movies yeah yeah i'm retiring
0: now no you aren't
1: <laughs> <laughs> i feel like just in general in life that's the best way to do things like don't promise something and then not deliver just be like oh yeah i'm probably not gonna do it anymore and then drop some surprise under promise
3: over deliver oh yeah set.
1: Because, you know, if they said we're going to drop more ships in the future and then people would be like, there's just two new ships. Like, (laughs) this was the right way to do this. I respect that.
3: (laughs) Definitely. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This is cool to see. This is really cool to see. And And so, Destiny, yeah, Destiny, I know that you haven't really played this game. It's more of a Star Wars flight sim. But after hearing this and about hearing the cool updates, (laughs) are you in, in the slightest interested in picking it up? So, uh, I
2: guess, like, in general, like, I know a lot of people probably aren't going to appreciate this, but I'm just not a Star Wars fan. And so, <gasps> like, the game doesn't really appeal to me. But I will say, on a positive note, I've never played a flight game. And so, I mean, I, that is something I would like to experience <gasps> in VR.
0: Like oh, you never. have to. You have to.
1: We got to so, yeah. wait until you have a joystick in hand somehow, even if we have to just send you one alone um, mm-hmm. right. like that's that's just, the way you have to out. play it yeah yeah yeah
0: definitely come correct <laughs> i mean you don't even really need a joystick you can play that game actually pretty darn well with just like an xbox or playstation controller
1: mm-hmm.
0: you, don't, you don't need anything too the fancy same,
1: though the immersion it, it's, of, it's still pretty good having your I, hands I was... on that stick and just feeling it just yeah well
2: <laughs> do, See, do you never... think
1: destiny did, will
0: um... have the patience to set up a <laughs> Hotas. <laughs> no it's plug and play. It is not plug it and play. It should be though. plug and play. <laughs>
2: plug <laughs> and is... play. Uh,
3: <laughs> all right. All right. Let's move on to the next news piece. Say, yes, what do you got for us? Oh my gosh!
1: I have something that I am like. Oh, okay, this is a rumor. Mm-hmm. Let's start. Let's start by saying that this news is leaked from a ransomware hack that stole from Capcom. So take. Wow, that you know you this out.
3: already has seemed super official. You know, oh, yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> this, is, this is crazy. So hackers went in, stole it, basically trying to extort money from the company. But in that stolen data that they took and released, it showed a, something that said Resident Evil Four maybe coming to VR and probably to the quest of all headsets. So (laughs) Capcom's network got breached this month and saw a public release of a terabyte of their data. And Capcom did confirm, okay, this really happened. This hacker group destroyed its encrypted data, all to try and and basically blackmail them for money. Mm. But there was a calendar that was stolen in all this. And in the calendar, it showed a VR version of Resident Evil 4 for Oculus arriving in April of 2021 All it said was Oculus. Mm -hmm. It didn't say which headset, but it's probably the Quest because the Rift S is supposed to be discontinued. Right. But it also even brought up other details like the Resident Evil show that's now been teased uh, coming out in April as well. Uh, A Resident Evil movie. It had other actual details that we know are somewhat confirmed. So this seems pretty legit. Wow. Who else here plays Resident Evil 4? Who played it? Oh my gosh, yeah, how, how are we like the, this cross section of humanity that like we don't have any common ground at this table. That is the best Resident Evil game ever made by far. I, that I love so? that game, I love it. It was the first one that tried the over shoulder camera perspective, got away from those like security camera changes. Mm-hmm. It has so much replayability. It, oh my god i can't believe it. I, i'm done i'm done I, I'm, I'm gonna leave i'm gonna get out of here just what the it. heck what the heck just, you guys just
0: wasn't on my radar back back then
1: oh my gosh that's like a classic like they even remastered it and dropped it again like there's right. such a following for that game like i i will play the crap out of this game if it comes out <laughs> i cannot wait <laughs> There was a a trader that sold you gun parts so you could, like, customize your guns and, like,
3: upgrade them throughout the game and stuff. There was... Nice. Mm -hmm. And if it came to VR, uh, how do you think it would work if it came to VR? I know it was, like, the first Resident Evil that didn't do the security cam stuff and did over the shoulder. Do you Uh, think that game would translate well to VR? I, I think if they switch it to a first, I'm hoping they
1: rebuild the whole thing. First person perspective, make it immersive. Yes. Even if it was just somehow an over the shoulder VR experience, though, I would still love to play it in VR just to see how it translated. Really? The game was just so fun. There were so many collectibles, so much to do. And like the weirdest thing, you're like protecting this girl throughout part of the game. If you pass the game, you unlock a suit of knight's armor that you can put on her that then she's too heavy for anyone to pick up and carry her off and no one can hurt her. So you can just go back (laughs) and enjoy the game without ever having to help her. Like, (laughs) Just stick her in the armor. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. exactly. The the bad guys to try and pick her up and carry her off that she's too heavy. So they can't do it. They can't kill her when they try to kill her. She's in this armor. So you don't even have to worry about her on this other playthrough. I mean, so good. (laughs) It's pretty fun. fun i'm in shock uh again this was stolen data and a rumor we don't know for sure this is happening but if it is Mm -hmm. i am stoked
0: i am surprised that that we're that that because okay so like resident evil 7 and pretty much all the previous resident evil stuff you know when there's an exclusive to be had it's almost always with playstation Mm -hmm. um so that it might be an oculus exclusive which is you know what a lot of people are um speculating I would be very surprised. I would be very surprised if it wasn't also on PlayStation VR. But PlayStation VR might not just be able to handle it. Well so and also a Quest a play- would and a PSVR wouldn't. I don't know.
3: But I don't know. PlayStation is also kinda giving up on a VR. So True, it would make right. sense yeah, they might that just Resident not be interested. Evil is going, Hey, you know, we want to try VR. Ah, uh, you know, PlayStation's kind of giving up on VR. Okay, let's go Oculus. Yeah. You know? Well, Facebook has the money to buy the exclusive. That Facebook has right. said before they wanted to buy
1: a lot of Sony's exclusives. But also, I kind of wonder, like, this is someone's calendar that got stolen. Is it possible that it's coming to all VR headsets, but they basically put Nintendo on their calendar? You know what I mean? Like, mm. oh, you have a Nintendo. That's an Xbox. Ex- oh, you have a Nintendo. Yeah. A gotcha. Did they just put, <laughs> oh, we're going to drop this on Oculus? Because they didn't even say Oculus Quest. They right? just said Oculus. Is that their word in their mind for VR? I mean, this was someone's it, calendar right, that was VR stolen. In so this isn't the most official document but i don't know we're gonna have to wait and see what happens but i don't care if it if it comes out on a specific headset i will get that headset just to play it. i don't care <laughs> I if it's like the reverb it g2 is... well uh
2: yeah i don't know i just feel like there's a good chance it could be the quest too though like that's where a lot of the exclusives are going right now
3: yeah gear mm. vr exclusive
1: well, this was a PS, PS3 game. So, I mean, it could run on even a Quest 1, I would think, just fine if they literally are just porting the game over. But if they're rebuilding maybe not it making natively. it new.
3: Yeah, maybe not natively. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could run it easily on any sort of PC VR headset, but natively for Quest requires so much work. Um, and so I'm curious to see what they do for it.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Alright. I guess that's enough Resident for. 4. I can tune back in now. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you need to go
1: back and play it man you don't know what you're missing
0: let's talk about games Moving I'm done. on. I'm done with yes. this argument. Uh, before we get into the games though we do want to tell you real quick about our sponsor Asterion they make a universal VR headset stand and a universal headphone stand really cool stuff it's like this acrylic glass thing that just looks super cool we cannot recommend it enough so if you want to pick up one of these really cool very reasonably priced stands head on over to www.asterionproducts.com plug in the code full dive f-u-l-l-d-i-v-e and you will get a whole five dollars off that's a coffee that's several energy drinks it's whatever you want it to be five dollars off 1999 or more orders and uh yeah we think it's worth it you should do it it's cool yes, stuff. worth it do it do it, Best do it. all right
2: that's a stand ever
0: adam and jay you guys play grapple tournament i really meant to this week but i was not able to so you guys are just gonna have to fill me in <laughs>
3: So, we were able to try out Grapple Tournament this week. Um, It's actually, there is a free demo for Grapple Tournament on Steam right now. So, if you (sighs) want to try it out, you literally have no reason not to. (laughs) And I don't know, I don't know, I can't speak for Jay and I'll get his opinion here in a minute. But in my opinion, you have literally no reason not to. It is an incredible game. Uh, Uh, But Jay, for very first short impressions, what do you think? Oh, it's... maybe we should explain what it is, I guess. So. Yeah, yeah, I guess <laughs> so. I, I guess that could help our listeners, you know. Well, it's, yeah, called I Grapple... that too.
1: it's called Grapple Tournament, I think, kind of playing on the fact that Adam told me it was like, remember Unreal Tournament, the game? Well, Grapple Tournament, it's kind of like they're
3: stealing a little bit here. <coughs> mm. Oh, gosh, go ahead, Adam. I'm going to die. Sure. So Grapple <laughs> Tournament feels very much Unreal Tournament with a grappling hook. And so it incorporates a lot of the best ideas from a bunch of different games that we have out right now. So Unreal Tournament, the basis of it is that you and a bunch of other players are in this tournament. It is very fast paced. There's a bunch of different guns that you use and it's very arcadey feel. And this translates very well into this grapple tournament game. You're very fast. You automatically pick up guns and shields and health as you move past them. Um, the aiming feels very smooth, fluid and smooth. Um, it's cell shading, by the way, so you really get that borderlands, and it really just adds to the arcade feel of the game. And then the namesake of it, you get a giant grappling gun. <laughs> so whenever your left hand is free, you pull the trigger and you grapple to it and you swing towards that location. And it just adds so much verticality and quick movement to the game. And it just is an absolute blast to play. <laughs> it yeah.
1: takes it takes me back to the good the good old days in my mind of the first person shooters that I liked that not every game was trying to be a freaking milsim like this game is just fun you yes. have guns don't have sights they have reticles on them so your aiming is really straightforward like he said you run over a gun and you immediately grab it they reload on their own there's no extra mechanics about it and really what it felt like felt like playing windlands with guns yes to me like you very can much double, that me really excited yeah you got the grappling hook you got double jump action you're you're turning fast it's it's just a blast and it's so approachable at the same time. Destiny has got to get in and play it. Got it. I would like to play it just so that
2: that way we can speak more on the emotion sickness scale. Because you said that, you know, since you don't really feel that anymore, that you weren't for sure. But, yeah, I'll check it out and I will let you all know.
3: Yeah. And I will say it does have, because of the cell shading, it does have, it feels like simpler graphics. Um But one of the big things for VR sickness is when you're moving quick and it's a little juddery and maybe your computer can't keep up with it, the game, even when you're flying through the air, runs like a dream and it is completely smooth. And the cell shading, because it's not hyper detailed environments you're flying through, it just feels very smooth, even when you're going a thousand miles an hour through the arena. That's good.
1: And for our listeners, if you're not familiar with the term cell shading, it's like Borderlands. Those games, how they kind of all look kind of cartoony like animated. This feels like you're in Borderlands with Windlands mechanics but guns and Unreal Term. Like if you took all that and you mashed it together, that's what this game is. And it is just a surprising blast to play. Yes. I've only played the demo, which means I haven't gotten to play online yet. I played against bots. You get pretty much everything in the demo, which is awesome though, except online. play. So you get to see all of it and see, hey, should I buy this? But after playing the demo, I'm about ready to drop the 25 bucks on it myself i really enjoyed it
3: yeah i i have the full game and it is 100 percent worth it so with the demo you get a single map um you can only play against ai um with the full game you can play against ai obviously on all the different maps that they have they have five or six different maps um you can play against online people and let me tell you people are a lot more wily than the ai (laughs) when they're playing it people will grapple up and they'll hide they'll just grapple and stay on the door frames right above the door waiting for you to come through (laughs) oh my gosh cool yeah it's really cool it's really innovative and fun and it really makes me realize though that we need a name for this type of shooter because so far when we talk about shooters especially in this podcast we talk about the Milsim-type shooters, the Pavlovs and Contractors and Onwards. Um, These are games that are really designed to... There is a name for that. Milsim? (laughs) No, it's called Arena Shooters. These are Arena Shooters. Okay, that's perfect. I did not know the name. This is a perfect example of an Arena Shooter, and it is... If you want a Milsim-type shooter like Pavlov, you're not going to find it in Grapple Tournament, even though I still consider grapple tournament one of the best shooters in vr right now it's just so smooth and fluid and fun mm-hmm. yeah. well if you want to be real technical pavlov is a tactical
0: shooter it's not a milsim shooter milsim shooter is something else that's like onward
3: okay i
2: wouldn't even know the <laughs> so we got even tactical know the shooters milsim shooters yeah, and no arena shooters fps sure.
3: <laughs> what was that
2: fps first person shooter that's just what i call them, <laughs>
0: Pothetic, <laughs> all of them.
2: yeah rips over there like you it.
3: scoffing yeah oh, oh. <laughs> i mean
0: yeah. when you play like so many vr shooters you know you don't want to just play all of them especially like yeah. i mean when you're going flat screen shooters you've got so many options you could play all your life and not play them all right mm-hmm. um
3: yeah, so, just wait till we talk about zero caliber. We're going to need a different name for that one altogether. Uh, <laughs> co-op, <laughs> tactical shooter. Is it tactical? I don't know. We'll get to yeah. we'll get to that in a minute. So, yeah, to- co- co-op
0: wave-based shooter. <laughs>
3: sure but anything more that we need to add on grapple tournament have we thoroughly covered this in any case jay what do you think Mm
1: -hmm. the only thing i would add to that is there is a bow in it but it's horribly underpowered like i was so excited because like it's like Windlands, and oh there's a bow like Windlands. but like if you if you can kill someone with that bow you are beyond me because i like shot someone once and i was like okay that was like i threw a pebble at him like there was no point to that (laughs) especially with all the work Mm -hmm. the aiming the wind up it just seemed like it just was in no way worth it you might as well use your sidearm because you always have a sidearm on you there's No, just like oh, I'm down to my bow. That's not like a last resort. I would, I would recommend the game. I'm, I'm gonna buy it. I'm, I've got to play the full version and see. But I really, just the demo sucked me in so much that I was like, okay, I want to play this.
3: Yeah, and I know we've been talking about this for a while, but just as a very last point, Grapple Tournament has allowed for some of the coolest moments in VR that I've ever played. (laughs) Just being able to grapple up, have a sidearm in one hand, grapple upwards to an enemy. Let go. Grab the sidearm with my left hand, and then open fire with two <laughs> guns while Sounds I'm flying like the through the air. It it does feel kind of matrixy at times. Um, mm. What kind of yeah. game modes do they have? There's free for all, team deathmatch, <clears throat> and arena capture mm. or point capture.
1: And it's is it early access?
3: It is still early access. So, yeah, and, or maybe coming. Yeah, and the developers are constantly updating it.
0: Mm. I think they really need they need a they need more object if if they can add more objective based game modes, that would definitely bring my interest up. Like if they can bring like a, a move the cart sort of game mode, a la Overwatch or Team Fortress, um uh or like flag or bomb site, stuff like that, that would allow a better opportunity for a competitive uh, uh, audience to play more of this game. And if they can get a competitive audience, that's like a permanent player base right there. You see, I'm um,
3: going to disagree with you, though, because I would just you? feel like... No, 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 because here's why. A <laughs> I, I, I thing like Move the Bomb, you know, a la Overwatch, I just feel like completely goes against the incredible theme that this game has. The, this game is a quick, fast-paced arena shooter. It, mm. It's not really objective based and i think adding those objectives would change the game fundamentally where it you don't get that hyper quick bouncing around the map action i think which i think makes capture it so the flag, good maybe capture the flag yeah. would be good
0: you don't need i'm not saying they need these specific game modes okay but they do need better objectives and more they need something for people to track as an audience that isn't just the deaths and the kill count because that's a very they, that's born. It's not just how, what you play; it's how people watch it. That's so important for a competitive game. Okay. Um, and if it's just team deathmatch, even like capture the point, capture the point can be fun. Um, and you know what? You can build a competitive audience off capture the point, but the they only have that right now. You just it, there's like the the last game to have any competitive scene on just team deathmatch was Halo forever ago, <laughs> right? Um, and a little bit of unreal tournament. So, you know, if they wanted to like bring that audience, they need, they need that. It it doesn't have to be like search and destroy or, uh, move the payload or whatever it is. Um, though I think you could, (laughs) I mean, if you have like a floating payload or something that you have to like go up to and grapple to, I think that'd be cool. Um, (laughs) but I mean, they, they need some more modes, only three modes. I don't think that's enough right now. This gameplay looks sick, though. I gotta give give this a try mm-hmm. for sure.
3: Yeah, yeah. We so all, we should all four get in, and <laughs> play it together. It is free demo on Steam right now. However, the twenty five dollars asking price for the full game is one hundred percent worth it. Mm-hmm. Is
2: that the only way to play online multiplayer?
3: That is the only way is to shell out the twenty five dollars for the full game. But if you play for less than two hours, you can always return it to
1: Steam. <laughs> uh, there you
2: go. True. We got
1: we got to keep it moving here. So I'll I'll make this next one quick. Uh, I guess. I, am I the only one that played the BTS pack this last week for Beat Saber? I think you're
3: the only one that plays mm-hmm. Beat Saber in general. <laughs> I think you're the only one that's willing to
0: spend money on all the music packs. <laughs> yeah, there Saber. you go. Because I good. play a lot of Beat Saber, but like unless it's like lincoln park or i don't know like one of the other ones where i'm like i know the artist and i'm excited about it um i just i don't want to spend 10 i don't want 15 i don't want to spend 15 bucks on six
1: songs i'm sorry would your inner yeah, weave would your inner weave change if i told you that there's how How do you say it as a weave is it chibi or chibi characters it's the chibi. Little... chibi that chibi. would not at all, what I tell you that interest. they are I am not that floating kind of around, <laughs> they are floating around in that the does world
0: not interest. If anything, so why that... would
1: you talk to
3: him instead of me, who speaks fluent Japanese? Because he's the right? one who calls himself a
1: weeb all the time. You <laughs> uh, at least have okay. some I, I, I
0: watch anime, and I will admit that. <laughs> but that's like you know, for people that know what I'm talking about, I like shit like Steins Gate, and I like shit. You know, I, I like the more adult animes. So it's oh
1: over. adult anime, okay. Now, okay, now, yes. never okay, mind. I, okay, yeah, 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 yeah okay. Talking.
0: I'm glad it's you understand. It made sense now,
1: <laughs> as Destiny. long as
0: we're all on the same page. Justin
1: gets what I'm talking about here. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: well, oh, the song man. pack came out, so, some PSVR fans were so disappointed. Not the song pack wasn't bad, they just thought it was multiplayer when they saw that Beat Saber got an update, and then they got in and found out, hey, you got to buy a song pack, that's that's all oh. it was. Oh. But they're fun. I mean, I'm not super into BTS music, but I recognize some of them and it just goes so well with Beat Saber. And they added a new environment like they always do, but the weirdest thing, they added these cheapy characters that show up every once in a while and distract you because <laughs> they float around and do their little dance moves in the air in front of you. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> it, it was kind of cool, but it actually reminded you that like, there can be really good graphics in Beat Saber. Like these little characters are so detailed as they're floating around. It's like, whoa. I, I always forget that because it's just these blocks and everything looks it so great. simple usually. It's because they're not spending the
3: graphics on anything else. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's <laughs> yeah. funny. Uh, if, you, if you like this, the original song packs and you kind of like BTS, you're definitely going to like this. But otherwise, if you're on PC, why would you spend the money as, as they've said? But if you're on PSVR and you're starving for packs or if you're on a quest and you hate sideloading, i would i would say go get this one it's really fun i really enjoyed it Mm
0: -hmm. despite the floaty uh chibi dolls well
1: if you if you hit static lights they won't show up but i don't know i kind of liked it i had to like not look at them when i was playing expert plus (laughs) but like i it was just fun to see something new in beat saber and something different yeah so i appreciated that Uh, all right (laughs)
0: i'm gonna move us on because, yeah. you know, he's the only one that played it. I don't play the Beat Saber Packs. And these two are just like, uh, just tuned out. So no, something more exciting. We got a cool shooter. Maybe I'm just excited about it. But we, uh, Adam and I got to play Zero Caliber for the first time. Was this your first time playing Zero Caliber, uh, Jay? Yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. this okay, was cool. not my first time. Oh, shout was out, it? Shout out, I you shout out to I Humble Bundle. Shout out to Humble yes, Bundle. Shout out to the Humble
0: Bundle again. You know, part of that money goes to charity. It's really cool, and you get an insane deal. Can I recommend it enough? So, part of that part of the current fall humble bundle, which you should all go buy, especially even if you're expecting to get a VR headset this Christmas. This is a very, very easy seventeen dollars to spend, and you will be so happy you spent it. Uh, once you your VR headset arrives, Uh, PC VR specifically, um. So, Zero calibre, as as we mentioned before, going over the VR shooter genres, it is a co-op, wave-based, <laughs> tactical shooter. Um, so, you've got these weapons, they've got, you can throw all these different attachments on them, you can make them look all fancy, and then you go into these missions where you fight waves of enemies, and then you push forward another, uh, like, some couple like 10 meters and then you fight another wave of enemies and you just keep doing that um until you finish the level and it's it's pretty fun i'm gonna hold my opinions though what did you two think
3: you've already played it adam but i played it a considerable amount yeah okay probably 15 hours or so worth Mm -hmm. and after yeah but
1: well for me because as you know out there i'm not super crazy about games that i consider like milsim type games and this is a game where you're like aiming down the sights you feel like you're professionally playing a shooter you don't feel like you're playing some arcadey game but it's really <laughs> really fun and mm-hmm. i don't think i'd feel that way if i hadn't played it in multiplayer this is something you got to play this co-op you got to play this with friends because mm-hmm. you're fighting through these crazy sa- scenes and don't turn the ai bots on that go with you just go with only your friends So i think that was the way to play it when yes. we did it because <laughs> it was so stressful and hectic but it's got all these guns like i don't even know how the names of half of them it's got all these different guns but you can like pull the stock off the gun in the middle of the match i don't want this on some reason
0: you can (laughs) can
1: pull someone you can steal someone's gun that has a laser sight and oh i want this laser sight and put it on your gun and it's got all this customizability, but it's not just in your loadout screen you're doing it in game you're messing with this stuff in game and it was a blast it's obvious the game isn't like Super polished or finished. Like, if you, I didn't put a suppressor on my gun because it would get stuck in the wall when I was trying to like move it and then I wouldn't be able to shoot somebody. So I had to like keep the suppressor off. It's not, you know, I actually might
3: consider that a feature though, (laughs) you know, that the guns have physics. That if you have a long gun, it's harder to like go around corners than if you have a really short Uzi or whatever.
1: Yeah. It's, I loved it. I, it's definitely what I want, especially because like, People love competitive games, don't get me wrong. I'm just not super into competitive shooters because like, I feel like to have fun in a competitive shooter, you need to be winning, which means half the people aren't having fun while they play it. In <laughs> this gun, you're with your friends, you have an objective, you're fighting your way through it together, and it's just all fun rather than just going into some game everyone's way better than you and just getting wrecked the whole time. So I absolutely loved it. I was surprised at how much I loved it.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think the real selling point of this game versus... uh you know, something else like Pavlov, let's say, is definitely the gun customization option. When you first start out the game, you start out with basically no options. You have to level up to unlock um, all of these different guns and attachments in your armory. Um, But when you get pretty far through the game, I'm played about between 10 and 15 hours in the game and I've unlocked almost everything that there is. Um, Mm -hmm. You can create some Absolutely absurd guns. And I had a lot of fun bringing in these guns and then sharing them with Jay and Rip (laughs) because the customization options are absurd. There's like four or five different skins for every gun in the game. You can get different sights and laser uh, dots and flashlights and stocks and, uh, you know, the front grips and everything you can possibly imagine. You can get magazines that are just two magazines duct taped together. So that when you're done with one, you just pull it out and switch it into the other side of the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. And so the customization really makes it for a really enjoyable experience.
1: The customization and also the, the interactability. Like if I wanted to, like let's say we were actually trying to compete and I saw Adam was getting more kills than me. I could reach over and pull the mag out of his gun and then I could <laughs> keep shooting. That's like, actually
2: they're... how powerful it is. I don't know if you know that, but you can take other people's like mags and things. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. It's just such a cool feature to like actually feel like you're yeah, interacting is, with each other. Yeah, it
2: is fun for sure.
3: Yeah, but especially when you haven't unlocked everything in the game, being low level, you know, you're you're going through with the very standard gun. You kill someone and then you look down at their gun and it's like, "Hey, wait, that gun has a really good sight." You just reach up, rip the gun rip the sight off of the gun, put it on your own gun in the middle of a match and then keep going with it. That's one of the coolest parts of the game. Nice. Mhm.
2: But So this is, you said, a co-op shooter?
0: This is a co-op shooter, yes. You can play it by yourself, but it's definitely more fun with friends. Mm
4: -hmm. And And up
2: to four. Really, Up to four people. But it's not like Arizona Sunshine where it's like a story, right? It's just not really.
3: There is a story, but it took me going through (laughs) the game twice to understand it. (laughs) 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 And so the story isn't the driving factor like no. this story you barely pick up on on radio chatter while you're playing the mission and so mm-hmm. if you're playing with friends and you're just chatting with each other and having a good time you will completely miss the story and you won't care about it <laughs> it has something to do with like the world ran out of water and you know then there's these cultists worshiping as Aztec god that are <laughs> stealing the water that's the story <laughs> <laughs> that's bizarre <laughs> <laughs> we also
1: forgot to mention there's yeah, like nice turret push. guns that you find throughout the levels that you can get up these mounted guns. Yeah. And use those. That's I pretty I did cool. have fun with those. I have fun <laughs> with them until you have to reload them. And then I'm like,
0: <laughs> that was my favorite part. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I love I know. I love doing shit like that under pressure. So for me, that was like when I was like <laughs> Like, like if I was playing with some of like my more typical shooter guys, I would have absolutely been screaming and like reloading, <laughs> and then like yeah, yeah. throwing out the mag and just like that. That, that it's so satisfying to rack the, the bullet on a gun that big. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, it's a really interesting experience with those mounted guns, you know, because you you're firing it and you get the deep. You know, bop 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 bum of the mounted yeah, gun. Yeah. And then you run out and it's pop pop ching and you're like, oh shoot. <laughs> like I, I was holding I was holding the position for most of my team here, uh-oh, you know, and you have to quickly scramble. Um and it, you're doing it so frantically because you have no idea how to reload this thing. <laughs> I
2: hate reloading.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and so in comparison to pavlov now this is not a finished game yeah this is not a finished game it is still early access they're still coming out Mm. with things like pvp pvp is in the works for this game um and you can tell playing it that it's not polished (laughs) Uh, in Mm -hmm. comparison to something like pavlov pavlov i think is a good example of a game that has a limited feature set But every single thing it does, it does really dang well. Mm -hmm. You know, every gun feels different and unique Um, when it, okay, well, you know, I'd like to get your opinion on that later. But (laughs) every gun feels different and unique. The movement feels smooth when you're, the gun handling feels really good. This game has so many features. You can literally climb any surface. Uh, You get bazillions of guns and gun customization options that all feel pretty good. But there is a level of polish that is missing from a finished game that I'm looking at, that I really hope that the developer continues to work on this. I want to hear from you two, though, because when I said that Pavlov does things pretty well, you kind of looked at each (laughs) other with the side eye.
2: (laughs) No, that's because I knew Jay was going to say something. He is not the biggest the fan of
0: pavlov, pavlov. yeah, yeah, the
1: he's,
2: pavlov he's, yeah over me here. neither pavlov <laughs> what, is a game what?
1: where you just dick around and have fun with your friends in my opinion i think that's the right case use it i don't oh, think that I it's a great it. I, love having fun with it. I don't think that it's a great competitive shooter because
3: some of the shooting mechanics just drove me crazy Well, uh, it's not the competitive shooter but it's polished you know you you can tell picking up the different guns that it is a polished game Right. At least you can yes. say that.
1: Maybe I'm not good <laughs> at defining no. polish. I felt like
2: that's, he's I, an onward fan. He's <laughs> <that's>
0: the problem. <laughs> I expect more complexity. And speaking of, I'm about to tear uh, uh, this game a new one because I was not as much a fan. Well, it was fun of enough. Zero caliber. Of zero caliber, okay. I was not crazy about it. To be honest, it's not a um, sim game. Well, I don't even need a milsim game. But okay, the thing is. Unlike most of these guys here, I play a ton of shooters. That's my genre, right? Um, Both flat screen and in VR. So my expectations are higher than most people. And I will off the bat say that if VR shooters aren't your thing, you don't play a ton of them, then this game is going to be fun. Right. And then it's worth it now. For someone like me, who plays a ton of shooters and has seen everything there is and wants new, fresh ideas and wants, you know, solid gunplay and good enemies, there's just... It's just got so many things wrong with it. <laughs> the, um... The, the, like, where you pick up mags has been an established things in shooters and in this game, it's just in the wrong spot. You're pulling it off like your, like... At, at no other way to put it. Your you're crotch. reaching
3: into your crotch, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're reaching into your crotch to get mags
0: um you're the enemy ai is just brain dead they are just programmed to come out of like one or two doors in just mass and then run to preset positions and it's just boring it's just a shooting gallery and for me that's not interesting at all like i'm not feeling challenged the only challenge if they there just happens to be enough enemies running through the doorway to finally overwhelm me and that's not interesting it's not complex and i think it's been done to death before if this game released not in vr it would be crushed by reviews um and i want a lot more like way more before i think this uh, like the gun customization was the highlight for me because most vr shooters don't have that level of customization um with the guns especially being able to like take stuff off on and off in real time though admittedly that's Kind of not realistic because you wouldn't really be able to do that <laughs> in real life. You can't just slap on and off attachments. But we're not it playing wouldn't...
3: the game for realism, right? right. We're Playing it to but have that's fun, that, right. and, So, and that's so was the game enjoyable though? When you were well, able the to thing. fully not customize really. your gun,
0: <laughs> like the only enjoyment, like I had the like the general enjoyment of, yay, I'm shooting things in VR. But I just like there's no interesting mechanics happening besides the shooting. There's no interesting enemies I'm shooting it's it's all the same enemies they're all rushing out of the same gosh darn door and to me that's kind of boring um so if if i had to give this thing a review score it'd be like a four or a three it is below average for me what
1: would pavlov hmm.
0: be well pavlov is a multiplayer shooter so it, it, it's got a different set of like <laughs> expectations Ikea, yeah yeah, yeah. But it would still um, be four or five
1: for you, or would No,
0: it no. Pavlov is Pavlov is a is a polished multiplayer shooter. I personally wasn't a fan of the gameplay mechanics, but that I can recognize is not a fault necessarily of the game. That's just what I like in my shooters, right? That's preference.
2: Yeah, um, like how I like Counter Strike. So obviously Pavlov is going to be right. my favorite because exactly. they go hand in hand.
0: So to me, Pavlov is like. I don't know, a 6 or a 7. It is above average, but I wasn't crazy about it.
1: And what so, VR yeah. shooters are like an 8 or a 9? <laughs> <laughs> onward, <the> right? <laughs> is there anyone... Is there I mean, anyone, even onward... I guess the question eight, I'm really trying to ask, is there anyone where you don't fight actual people that's up there for you? Because obviously AI is never going to be like people. They're never going to have the same right. tactics, strengths. Like, is there any game where you fight AI in a first-person shooter in VR that you would say is up at that level of like an 8 or a 9. Arizona sunshine. Fighting <laughs> zombies. Okay, zombies don't need AI. <laughs> zombies <laughs> don't have any eye. Zombies are like the opposite <laughs> of AI. Yeah. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Um that's a good question. You know, I mean to be real with real with you, that's partly why I avoid a lot of the, the art it's why I like if i ever am like i don't know if i really want to play vr shoot co-op shooters right now it's because generally there's just not a whole lot to make me interested that i'd play it over um a non vr like a flat screen game because vr is cool and all but at the end of the day i need a good game that i'm actually playing um and unfortunately most of the co-op shooters just don't interest me i don't play them and a large part of that absolutely is the enemy ai um, and I don't think uh, onward, I will readily admit has terrible enemy AI. It might even be worse than zero <laughs> caliber. Um, <laughs> but you don't play it for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't play it for that. Um, so, um, uh, you know, there's, there's like, yeah, I don't, I don't think there are, I can't think of a game off the top of my head that I'm like, yeah, that's the game that had great AI mechanics, even like half-life alex had kind of brain dead ai right it was okay because they had all these other gameplay mechanics that at the end of the day they didn't need it only needed one or two enemy ai to push forward at a relatively slow pace um and you know they they one of them will push your position two of them will hold back and between that and the general gameplay mechanics of half-life alex that's an interesting fight um you've got games like windlands which is like it's just an ai that's designed to like move around the battlefield shoot lasers but like because they're all like boss fights you've got these interesting mechanics within the game it's less about the ai and more about the mechanics and so it's still fun but in a game like this where i've done the mechanics before it's shooters this has been done to death for years since freaking doom right (laughs) you're not gonna impress me with good shooting unless it's like just phenomenal um which means it needs those other mechanics and good AI to impress me.
1: So the, the root of the problem is we need better AI in gaming in Elon Musk, get on it, buddy. Get that AI done and get <laughs> it in the video be games because that's <laughs> that why be we sick. need
3: it. Hey, open AI is working on it. You see, but for me, who's not exactly a shooter elitist like Rip is, <laughs> I had a blast with this game. I, I think that the right. customization for me to- completely put it over the edge. and And especially when I was playing with Jay, I spent a lot of time in the armory just creating the wackiest combinations of guns I possibly could. You know, it's like I brought the last time that we all played together, I brought in a revolver with an 8x scope on it (laughs) and was just swinging that around the battlefield. And that was a blast for me. To me, it didn't matter that the enemies were brain dead because I was playing with a revolver with an 8x scope on it. I I was kind of being brainless myself. And that just made it a blast for me.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just having fun
3: but it, um, it, yeah it'll be fun destiny if you get
1: in and try this with us i think because we need to not have ai on to that or like not on our team we don't need teammates because mm-hmm. that was also what helped adam and i we were getting rushed by a lot of people which gave it more of a challenge because when you have teammates it's almost like a, okay this was too easy like it really mm-hmm. changed it i know we need cool. to keep moving so unless yeah. anyone here has played tetris effect i'm gonna skip that has anyone Should played we? it
3: yeah let's just go straight into the discussion yeah
1: yeah someone please play Tetris effect before next week. I would love to talk about it with someone else who's played it because I don't all understand right. why it gets all these amazing reviews, but let's move on.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> okay. So
0: what are we into now? Why the discussion section? Of course, this guys is where we discuss a topic relating to the VR game industry. And this week we've got is VR support, the route to go for games that are designed primarily for flat screen Is it worth the effort to put in VR support? What should they be doing when they put VR support? Like, you know, let's, what what do you guys think? Well, I I think
3: first of all, we need to make sure that the listeners kind of understand the difference between what we're talking about Mm, here, right? Yes. Yes. And so we have made for VR games. Half-Life Alex is a perfect example. Zero Calibre is a... And, and example, an example, <laughs> where it's a game that has mechanics and features that truly only work in VR. Half-Life Alyx, a, a lot of the features, you can kind of put the storyline and maybe some of the shooting into a flat game, but a lot of the grabbing, the interaction that you get with the different parts of the game world is something that you could truly only experience in VR. This is like a VR native game. And then you have VR supported games. A lot of these are flight sim type games. You know, we got the Star Wars Squadrons is, is an example. Um, Phasmophobia. Uh, no Man's Sky is another where it is a primarily a flat screen game. But then you can also play with it in VR as well. The entire mm-hmm. game, not just a mode, the entire game. Right. Also in VR. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that's really the difference that we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. So so the way I see
1: it, it's kind of like this this big question of like what's what's best for both sides so like obviously as a developer it makes sense to make a flat game that has a VR mode if you're in a VR because you can sell it to a much wider audience it's going to appeal right. to more people you can get it out there and you have much better chance if you care about winning awards usually the games that make it into the awards are not VR games. We're seeing a little bit of a turn of the tide, but still, as a developer, if they're looking to make money in their companies, it's what they need to do, it makes more sense to not make VR-specific games. Uh, But to me personally, I feel like VR-only games is actually what we need in the industry because if you right. keep giving people a way to play it flat they're just going to keep doing it. they're not going to try and do it different and that's why i've said this before i think beat saber is one of the best things that happened to vr is because there is absolutely no way to enjoy or get that experience without vr and that gets more people to get vr and get into it
4: mm-hmm.
1: but what do you think are we going to see developers start to back away from vr only because they're like well there's still not enough headsets and just keep making these vr modes that are doing well i mean phasmophobia has done crazy huge for a game in early oh, access yeah. mm-hmm. and and so many people are missing out on the fact that i think it's a much better game in vr it's way That's more terrifying I Keep telling everybody
2: yeah, yeah. like i noticed i have a lot of pc people um you know obviously like i do pc gaming as well so i'm kind of split community but i see a lot of people in the pc world that have played it and i tell all of them i'm like you're crazy even though i love pc gaming as well i will not play it flat like after playing it vr like there's no way like especially just the certain effects you know like with the uh the cold breath and all that coming out there's no way you can get that same feel for you know playing it flat
3: but you see then you get problems with multiplayer games where the VR often doesn't have the staying power of the giant community where everyone can play it, where multiplayer games tend to die out very quick if they're VR only. One of the perfect examples, I think, of this is Contractors, which when it came out, I absolutely love Contractors. I I think that it does so many things right. Um, But there's just not the community to support it because it's VR only. VR and, and people are already divided between so many different vr shooters that contractors that came it was really good and died instantly it just doesn't have the staying power and so maybe if we had multiplayer games where something like uh star wars squadrons is a vr multiplayer game where you have a vr headset and you can very easily enjoy it with a vr headset far more than normal but you will always have a community to play with because it's also a flat game And so, you know, for to have these sort of multiplayer long term games, maybe maybe VR supported games is the way to go. Mm -hmm.
1: This is not going to be a popular thing to say, but that's why I still kind of subscribe to the belief that if you're going to make a multiplayer VR game, you should make it free to play. Like, (laughs) I know that's crazy, and no dev wants to hear that, but with the player base that exists, it's the only way your game is going to survive. I feel the same way about Grapple Tournament. I loved it. I had so much fun today. The only thing that's, like, holding me back on that $25 price tag is I know I'm going to play it for a week or two, and I'm probably never going to touch it again as the player base is going to completely die out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. And like the thing is like even with grapple tournament you can you can kind of figure you can picture some ways that like obviously it's not going to be nearly the same as it is in VR and it's not going to be that experience but we need to you know if we want these games to succeed there need to be compromises until we're at a place where there's enough of an audience that the saturated VR market in for VR shooters matches the audience right And right now, it's more shooters than there are enough players to play them all, Um, which is weird because there's a lot of VR players. But, you know, they're playing all sorts of other stuff, and they don't always have their VR headsets on.
1: Well, too many of them are Um, cross-platform, too. Right. So that's a huge problem. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. And that's and that that has been an advantage for Pavlov. It's it's now an advantage for Onward. Onward had a huge boost in its community once it added cross plays, uh Well, when it added Quest support, and that came with the crossplay between Quest and PC. It's now got a very consistent player base, and it's really healthy. And when you can add that sort of effect, but include just generally flat screen players, that's huge. That's what allows Star Wars Squadrons. If it was VR only, we probably wouldn't be seeing these really cool updates, right?
3: Yeah, it would it be would, dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would be dead. It, like, even if people were still playing it, there probably wouldn't be updates. You know, these guys have got other things to move on to. Um, but when you allow the flat screen players, even if they're having the inferior experience, um, you need to make those compromises and i think until vr is at a place single player experiences sure you know what make it vr only make the best vr games ever let's get more half-life alex up in here but um when it comes to like shooters especially but but you know multiplayer experiences we need that cross-platform and it needs to be inclusive of flat screen players
1: it's how vr chat got so big And it's free. (laughs) And it's free. And it's free. I I am totally for having flat screen players be able to play, but I definitely think that... uh, So this is evil. I'm just going to say it right up front. (laughs) If I was a game (laughs) robber with a ton of money, I would make the craziest multiplayer game there is for flat Mm -hmm. for flat gaming and vr gamers i'd make it free to play and i'd make the vr players have a clear advantage when they play and i wouldn't (laughs) care at all that the vr players had an advantage because that's what i feel like we need we need people to see man why is it better in vr why are the people who play in vr better well it's because they can turn their freaking head really quick and actually play like a real life person and have such a more
3: realistic experience you see the problem is that we already have that in flight sim games like star wars squadrons or war thunder which i played far too much this week in vr (laughs) I do have an advantage. I'm able to look around very easily and see the enemies flying very easily far quicker than I could ever do it playing flat. But I don't think... It's it's a small enough advantage that I, I don't think it's motivating people to, you know, to shell out $500 to get a good headset to do that.
1: Well, <laughs> 5 Sims are also a small... That's still a small sect of the gaming community. But I just... I. I think that we need to continue to have some of these games like Beatsaver they are like get the mass audience in and our VR only because that's going to convert some. But for the most part, we need to have more of this leaning of VR support. It needs to be good, at least, though. Don't crap (laughs) out some VR support on your flat game and tell us, here you go. Here it is. Like, I want an actual game that's good in VR, but flat players play it, too. Like, that's what we need to unify. I think get more people. I love mm. the forest. You guys know that, but man, that game does not feel like it was made for VR at all. When you oh, it's in VR. terrible
3: with VR. I guess, <laughs>
1: I
2: guess, like, I don't know. um I know I always hear y'all mention that, but I really love the forest. I don't get. I don't
0: get that <laughs> I'll agree with Destiny. Like, I'll, I'll agree with Destiny a bit. I thought the VR mechanics, like, sure, you had to get over the control hump, but that's like always the case for survival games. There's even on PC, you have to get over the hump of okay, what are the controls? I have to get over the controls from Rust now and instead learn my right. forest controls. That's always the case.
1: Drink water um, from a lake one time. And, and that, I feel like, is the clearest example <laughs> that that game was not made for you. Like, I'm standing okay, there and so I'm turning my head the tiniest little bits to try and find the one spot that's yeah, where
0: I'm There are some parts. Water. You're actually, right. Actually,
3: you know, our chat, our live chat actually has brought up, I think, one of the biggest things to get VR getting bigger is big streamers need to start playing VR. And that might be the key indicator. The problem is that it's hard to watch VR, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jay, you'd know this.
1: (laughs) It's not just the streamers and and the YouTubers, but the problem is like, if you follow Jacksepticeye or PewDiePie like I do, they have enough of this huge gaming sector that follows them that also hates VR, that they purposely will like dislike or not watch the VR videos. And you'll see like, Jack even put out a video that said phasmophobia in VR is way scarier. And the views on it were just so far down from normal phasmophobia because, like, these haters just don't want to, don't want to even hear about VR from their big time people. So, like, you get people like me who only do VR, and their community loves it, or you get people <laughs> like Jack who tries to show he loves VR and he tries to show some on the channel, and they're just like, man, mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, oh yeah, it can be very split.
1: Yeah, there mm-hmm. still is. There still is a lot of haters.
2: Definitely.
0: Oh, that's that's All right. so sad. I'm going to go ahead and end in there. It's been a good, good, lengthy podcast. Ending with the VR
3: haters. Awesome. Ending with the VR (laughs) haters.
0: (laughs) But, you know, we, we hopefully, if there's so many, if there's, if there's so many, what am I saying? If there's some developers out there listening to this podcast, hopefully this gives you a few ideas for what you should be doing. We aren't, you know, we're, we're not like professional analysts, but you know, this is just generally our opinions as people in the industry. So with that, Thanks for listening guys. Um, the live stream is going to continue of course for a little bit. We've got the after hours, but first I got to tell you guys, you should be in the discord community. It's really cool stuff there. It's in the description. It's in the show notes, wherever you might be listening or watching very easy links to get to that discord community. You can hang out with us. You can see our announcements. You can participate in the Q and a, there's just, just so many reasons and you have no reason not to it's free and it's easy. Um, it's not free, but you might also want to consider joining our Patreon for $5 a month. You get early access to the podcast. They're in high quality stereo and it's gorgeous. Um, if you want access to that, again, links in the description. And last but not least, if you are on YouTube and you're watching the live stream or you're watching the video and you're like, this is really cool. But am I stuck with YouTube, I guess? And, you know, you don't pay for YouTube premium. Um we you know this is a podcast we are on literally every podcast platform and if we are not on yours let me know i will make sure we are on it and vice versa if you are listening to the podcast you're missing out there's some stuff on youtube check that out too and with that i can breathe (laughs) (laughs) and by that i mean the podcast thanks for listening guys bye podcast
2: bye